Hello and welcome to When Wrestlers Act. I'm John Cronshaw and I'm back again with Colin Cox. How are you doing, Colin? Very well, thank you, John. We're back. Summer break. How was it for you? Um, I was at work pretty much every day. Yeah! Not all unemployed like you. Yeah, I'm not unemployed. I'm a writer, damn it. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, speaking of which, now um, we've just watched, what have we watched? We watched Series 3, Episode 15 of Psych. Episode stars Mickey James of uh, Mickey James fame. Yeah. Good, wasn't it, Colin? Um, it's <laughs> something. I don't know. I don't know what it was either. I've seen far worse, but I don't know. What was the show? What What genre of show was it? I think it was like comedy, thriller, comedy detective type thing. Yeah, you see... Maybe... Black humour or something? Dark humour? There, was, there wasn't much in the way of humour. No, but they tried, bless them. Did they? I think so. There was a bit of wacky music. And I think there was a little... Well, li- with li- the wacky music on an American programme, Mark's humour. Yeah, there wasn't a laughter track though, was there? Yeah, but there isn't always. I mean, but there wasn't a laughter track when we watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Wasn't that? No. But that was great. That was great. <laughs> You had that milfy one with the great ass. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, speaking of great asses. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, this this is the thing. This episode was called "Talk Derby to Me" about roller derby, and um, it had Mickey James in. Now you got Mickey James. It's roller derby. Perfect excuse to squeeze her into some of those little Daisy Jukes. Did you they do that? No. And there was one of the. Other roller derby people in there, and she was wearing tight gold spandex shorts. Did they put Mickey James in that? They could have made that a team uniform. Yeah, let down. Let down. Disappointed. Already, the show was off to a bad start. <laughs> no, no, that had nothing to do with the show being off to a bad start. The show was off to a bad start because it starts off, and you've got this kid called Sean, and his buddy, and. The dad comes in and goes, if you can work out what's missing from your room, I'll give it you back. The kid looks around his room and realises his gun's missing. Yeah, his BB gun. Yeah. But there's before he realises what's missing, there's lots of um, technical police talk because it's a policeman, his father, and saying stuff like, have we been burgled? No, there was no illegal breaking or entering. Oh, we've been robbed. No, I'm simply a thief. Robbery implies uh, violence or the threat of violence. This is true. So, good point there, good education. He yeah. said simply, I am a thief. And then he says that he's a liar because he's not going to give him the gun back. Yeah. Then the credits And then the credits roll and we never get any more of that story. Yeah. What was that about, Colin? Yeah. <laughs> so I was confused like in the first scene then because I thought, all oh, right, this is a programme about kids and their dad and bit of a Malcolm in the Middle style comedy. That's what I thought. I thought the children were going to play into it at some point because I've never seen this before. No, me, me neither. Me neither. So we cut with some kind of robbery going on. Or is it a burglary? It's a burglary. Breaking yeah. entry. Yeah, yeah. Breaking entry. And there's lots of merch being stolen from some shop. And then we get to Sean, the kid... But he's grown up. 
kids growing up. Yeah. Whatever next. And it took it took me a little bit to realise this. It was like by the end of this scene, I was just like, "Hang on, that's the same meant to be the same person." Mm-hmm. Rewind. No, no, I don't want to rewind this. It was shit. I didn't quite understand the dynamic of what was going on here. Right. So there was a, a detective girl, a lady detective, called Jules. She was there. She was a detective lady. There was another lady who was a, like, the lieutenant who's always on their case to get the case. God the damn chief. it. There's this Sean guy who's psychic and he's a psychic investigator. Wait a minute. That's where the name Psych comes from, isn't it? Yes. Brilliant. Um, That's turned the show right round for us. So bad. Like we, like I didn't quite understand. Did he work for the police? Was he a consultant? I think he was a consultant. Yeah, because they said they paid him. Yeah, and his friend all the way through was going. I've got a test to do. I'm revising for a test. Did you know I've got a test this week? I've got to take my test. So that plays in, in the final scene. A bit like a woman in a bar who doesn't want to be chatted up, but she's there alone. However, she will constantly talk about her boyfriend or significant other. So then we get the psychic going to the shop that's been uh, burglarised, burglarated. Good. Fair oh, enough. Before that, they study a video and, you know, they're saying, oh, it's got to be military type people for that position. Yeah. And um, he takes a look because they're all quite blurred figures. He gets a psychic image that they're women yes and then they go to the shop and the black fellow who um did you know that he's got a test yeah the one with the test yeah, yeah. let's call him test <laughs> because his acting is about as good as the wrestler test in 2016 right too soon maybe <laughs> anyway <laughs> talking about dark humor colin <laughs> jesus yeah anyway He's sleeping with the angles now. Oh. Yeah, so... Uh, Look at angles, not <laughs> So, the... Yeah, so they go go to these... This robbery place, the place where the burglaration happens, and they get more clues, more psychic stuff. Like, there's no real investigation going on. No, it's just all... And it's really stupid, like, every time he does a psychic thing, he... He has to pull a face so the people watching at home know he's doing something psychic. Not only that, the, um, Where he the squints got to go all... Um, it's a bit like um, in Sherlock, but not done very well. Yeah, it's basically um, squinty vision with... Sees a clue, which yeah. is a massive clue anyway, because it's like a big smear on the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. look, that giant thumbprint on the wall, that big black thumbprint on a, on a bright white wall. Yeah. How did the police ever miss that? I oh, know. Fuck's sake. Don't don't get don't get upset. <laughs> don't get upset. We've got we've still got a lot of this episode to talk about. The um lady detective at this point they The lovely lady detective. They realise that um it's basically a roller derby crew who've done this. A team. And it's gotta be them who's done it because no other women can be so Precise. Yeah, and there were um, the streak on the floor was from roller skates yeah, as well. Because that's what you wear to do a robbery. Well, you know, you play to your strengths. So the roller derby women are going to be not very good on their feet, but great on the wheels. Play yeah. to your strengths, Joe. So she 
basically does her dressing up as a roller derby thing, including pigtails, which made her look a lot better. So. Yes, it did. It helped. <laughs> yeah, pigtails, little shorts, little vest. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, and this was great. This was the bit they, they basically had a, right, 95% of our audience probably aren't going to know what roller derby is. Let's spend the next 10 minutes explaining to the audience what roller derby is. So that was good. Yeah, but it wasn't realistic because roller derby women are generally quite fat. Now this is this is on TV, Colin. It's different. Ah, sexy roller derby. Sexy roller derby, yeah. So they go to a roller derby show and it just so happens that the two teams that are on that night in the main event are the ones that are the... Um, two suspected teams, the only teams that are suspected. So that's convenient for the investigation. It's very clever, isn't it, that they were able to engineer it like that? Well, it just saves them having to keep going back and doing films and, you know, Mm. it just wouldn't make the scenes flow as well Mm. because, you know, they're working against... They're working against a lot in this. So the Sean guy, this psychic one... he's Psych. Yeah, he's going around investigating while at this roller derby event, looking at things getting snapshots of things, getting psychic messages. In his head. In his squinty face. Yeah. Whilst he does a weird mouth movement as well. Well, it's so you know that he's concentrating. Mm. Yeah. And then he goes into the women's locker room. There's no apostrophe, so I don't know if it was meant to be. Yeah, many women go in there. Women, apostrophe, yes. Locker room. That's all you need. Anyway, doesn't matter. Sure no, it care. doesn't, John. You're absolutely <laughs> right. It does matter, damn it. I'm just sat here yeah. listening to you, John. It took it took me out of it, Colin. It took me out of the story. You know I mean, it's like yeah. seeing a typo in a book. It's just like... Yeah. Are you just ignoring my deliberate bad grammar there? I don't mind in spoken language. Say, <laughs> say, say whatever you want. It's just uh, words on a page, baby. Got to get them right. Um, so, the locker room... Yeah, he's looking around and he puts his friend on guard. But his friend's studying for a test and then someone goes in. Wait, did you say he's studying for a test? He's studying for a test, he's revising, instead of watching. I don't remember you saying that before. Yeah, and then a lady goes into the locker room and then goes out. It's fine. Doesn't really play into anything. Well, it does because he gets to go out and say that he's a shit guard, basically. Yeah, he just says he should have been watching... But he wasn't. He was revising for his test. Oh, that's more important. He's got his test. You know that test that he's got? That's what he was like studying for, because if he doesn't pass that test, then he'll never get to do his goal of going to somewhere. Medical school, was it? Was oh, it? No, it was something to do with um, pharmacology. No, I thought it was to do with medicine. <sighs> Ow, you fucker. You deserve that. No, come on. For the benefit of listeners who are still listening, <laughs> John has hairy arms and I've just pulled one of those hairs. Yes, thank you, Colin. For the benefit of the one listener. Yeah. We get all this stuff about the roller derby. We've learnt about it for about ten minutes and the women have got wounds. Got what? Wounds. What's a wound? A wound, not a wound. Oh, I said a wound. Yeah, they've got wounds. They're all women, they've got wounds. Uh, doesn't really play into the story it's just something he notices they have wounds they have injuries that aren't roller derby related what that's what he says he says he says they've got scrapes that are like under their elbow pads oh no so it must be from something else they could just be really bad elbow pads 
Yeah, or they could have like slipped off and then they pulled them back up. Or mm. there's a lot of explanations. This is, this is all really circumstantial. The guy squints at stuff for evidence. It's all, oh, right, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, Do, yeah, yeah. That's the premise of this program. Let's let's not pick them out on their little details here. Just because you've watched The Wire, <laughs> you think you know about what police does. I know what good police is, John. No, you don't, because you would have said it right. I just did. No, you didn't. Good police. Sorry, good police. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, I thought I said it right, but nearly mm. did. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's the name? Jules is in the, what's it called? Lovely outfit. It is a lovely outfit. She goes to the police place, dressed in in her outfit for some reason. That's fine. Yeah. I've got, I mean, I've got no problem with that. She can dress like that all she wants. And then the the chief... Was wearing a grey trouser suit. (laughs) She did. She looked a bit like Hillary Clinton. No, she looked like every um, firm woman that you ever see on an American light-hearted (laughs) programme. Yeah, well... I can, I can just imagine her getting um, called into the room, being called Jules, and then the glass breaking, you know, like in Last Action Hero. So she talks to Jules, the detective lady, yeah. and says to the detective lady, look, detective lady, you've got to get this case. This case is dangerous. These roller derbyists are dangerous. You broke someone's nose. And then she's like, yeah, I did. But then we're friends, and then she's got a cat, and she's great, and... She goes on this bit of a girly kind of tangent thing. Yeah, she even says that um, she spent $800 on um, roller skates because they're cute. Let's rewind a bit. She's meant to be like a, you know, an intelligent detective, one of those ladies they have nowadays. You know, the ones that can... can still be feminine and everything. The ones that can vote. No, there's a difference between being feminine and being just a bimbo. Do you know what I mean? She was just a ditzy... Hold on, we were just saying how great she was with her pigtails. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And in her roller skate outfit. Yeah, but she's playing a role. Like, <laughs> there's no... Like, this is the thing, right? That There's no need for her to act like a ditzy bimbo, even though she looks a bit like a ditzy bimbo, because she's meant to be a fucking detective. She's supposed to be there because she's intelligent and not just some ditzy, fickle, vapping. <laughs> just because she likes cats. Ugh. What happens next, Colin? They have more roller derby stuff. Um, they're practising... Oh, no, she gets called to something um, where there's a chance for her to make lots of money. Oh, the money-making thing. Yeah. She thinks, oh, I'm onto something <laughs> now. By now, Mickey James has appeared on this and said about three lines. Yeah, let's talk about her acting. Um, so, OK, <laughs> so um, what happens is she says about three lines... And then, that's that. She might as well not have been there. Yeah. She is basically Kerry Von Erich in um, Problem Child. <laughs> Did we even see her in the roller derby? She was a, an actor. She was there to be a star. So, they go. she goes to this warehouse, and what is it? It's not a scam, is it? It's a, it's a music video shoot. And she's annoyed. Because she's been asked to join in this music video shoot. Yeah, but she takes some um, police with her, um, both uniformed and non-uniformed. So quite a big deal, all pointing guns and all that. And, you know, she should be pleased. Yeah, and she gets talked down to by the lady chief who says, you, you'll you be off this case if you don't solve it by tomorrow. Oh, well, 
what's the point? I mean, she's already done a lot of the legwork. Why should she be off the case? Yeah, I want there I was, want three suspects. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with what she did. She had a good lead. Yeah. Although it does get me thinking a bit of Dark Place and um, Richard Ayodi saying, um, Wonton's on to me. He's got a lawnmower and your ass is grass. <laughs> you dig? <laughs> As crystal. <laughs> so the... Uh, oh, this is where they find a big clue for the case. What? This is, is where... it right in front of his face? Yes, it's on the back of his revision book. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that he was holding and it contains green oil and it's the same green oil that was at the scene and it's the same green oil that one of the roller derby ladies uses to polish her roller derby boots or something. See, oil is generally quite dark stuff. No, this is green oil. It's usually... No, this is green oil. Quite transparent. No, this is green oh, oil. Oh, okay. And he goes, ha you, ha, you look like you were at the King's Choice Awards. Ha, 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 green oil. What? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a scientographer. Maybe we should keep this silence in while the audience digests <laughs> all that. <laughs> Dead air is not a crime. Especially... Do you like us? This air's not just dead, it's been murdered, Colin. I think I said halfway through this programme, it's bad, but it's not terrible. (laughs) The more we talk about it, the more I veer towards terrible. (laughs) See, I thought it was terrible all along. (laughs) Yeah. um, We get Jules back at the roller derby, I don't know, whatever it's called, hall, ranch, stadium, arena... Arena. Rollerball, roller derbatarian. I don't know. What, what would Let's you call it? Let's just call it an arena. It's the, easier. The rollatorium. The rollatorium. The rollatorium. That's, that's a good fine. word. Yeah. And Rollerarium. Rollerarium, yeah. Whatever. Whatever works. So Mickey James is acting all suspicious. She's acting. Yes. I say acting. She's moving about. <laughs> she's, she's certainly moving in front of the camera, <laughs> carrying a bag. Ooh, what's she got Looking in that bag? Into a locker. Yeah, looking uh, looking a bit worried. And a bit suspicious. Yeah. Well, now she's not looking suspicious. No. She she, she suspects no one. No, I think she's looking... Uh, all right. she look, but she does seem like she's up to no good. Sorry, I'm being a twat again. But. You are. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, what is it? The Mickey James, suspicious, and Jules... Sees that Mickey James goes off, so decides, oh, I know, I'm going to look around. And she finds some hand scanners. Huh? What? Huh? Hand scanners. Hand scanners. But she's stood on top of a bing, on top of a box, looking through some polystyrene roof tiles. Yeah. In her roller skates. Yeah. And you just know... That in every other program, she would either fall off or someone would walk in on her. Neither happened. It just cuts to the next scene after she takes a fingerprint. So, you know, everything just seems to slot into place for these people. They don't do police work. This is the thing as well, is Mickey James then goes to this place and Psychic happens to be there, sitting in his car while his friend studies for his test. Wait, he's got a test? He's got a test and he's studying for it. 
Okay. And he's got green slime on his revision guide. And green oil. Yeah, sorry, green oil, whatever that means. So the see Mickey James, they follow her, stalk her basically. Mm. The friend spots a body in the car. And oh then, no. And then the smart one, the one who is the lead psych. Sean, is it? Sorry, we, I don't know which one's went through the smart one. The one who is um the one who is effortlessly clever. Um the one who's not trying so hard. Okay. Is that Sean? Yes. Okay. He says that's not a body. Oh my god, that's a body Yeah. And it was about as funny as me saying it. And then they decide to follow her for a while. But keeping a distance, they lose her, they find her. She gets out of the car, dumps the body, and they sort of follow her but stay out of sight quite effectively. She gets back in the car and drives off. And then they see the body floating about and they call the police and it's a mannequin. Mm. So they probably did it from the clothes shop that they robbed earlier. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. This is where the mannequin stuff comes in. Do you remember the mannequin stuff? They mentioned the mannequin stuff, Colin. No. The guy, he had the same outfit on as the mannequin. Oh, yeah. And it was really funny. They kept going on about it for ages. They're like, oh, did you take those clothes off the mannequin? Because he's wearing the exact same outfit. (laughs) He was wearing the same outfit as the mannequin. And everyone kept coming up to him and going, hey, you're a robber. You stole that off the mannequin. And he'd say, no, I didn't. <laughs> That's great. Where are my khakis? The, the, the joke about twenty fucking times. Oh, it was good. Yes. I'm trying to put that positive energy forward. Yeah. No. I've been reading um, Ryback's blog posts. Any good? I don't know. I'm, I'm joking. Mm-hmm. He re- isn't he into that like secret. All the stuff about positive visualisation. What, like Noel Edmonds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's into all that bullshit as well. So, and that's, Noel, that's... Noel Edmonds recently said that you can cure cancer by positivity. Yeah, yeah. No, it's negativity causes cancer. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that means that positivity cures it, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a scientographer like he are, so... Yeah. So the, um, they do more mannequin jokes at this point, actually... And they go into a, it's basically the employee's lounge. And there's a woman in there and she's like, oh no, what are you doing in here? You shouldn't be in here. This is the employee's lounge. I'm shredding credit card stuff today. I'm shredding all the credit card information. And then she... Oh, because she's doing credit card stuff. Yeah. And then she, she calls security. Well, before that, she goes, and you've stolen all the clothes off the mannequin. Why have you stolen the clothes off the mannequin? Hey, your friend's got the clothes off the mannequin. He's a mannequin person. Why has he done that? She genuinely believes that he's stolen the clothes. Off and the mannequin and off the mannequin. walks around a shop because yeah. he's stolen the clothes off the mannequin. Why wouldn't he turn around and say, yes, I'm wearing the same clothes as the mannequin? Not the exact same clothes, just the same style. But he was really offended that anybody would suggest that he's 
wearing the same clothes as the mannequin. Yeah. I think that's why it was funny because he was offended. So I've done. I've done not. I, I had these clothes first. Well, good for him. People buy clothes off the peg. It's mm. how it works. This is where it all comes together. They realise that the burglaration was actually a swerve. What? Yeah, they weren't really in there to steal mannequins and clothes. They were in there to steal the credit card stuff the night before it gets shredded so they can do identity theft. So they're there to steal what, John? Identities. Do you reckon they go up to it with a gun and say, put your hands up, put all the identities into a bag and then walk out? No, because they do that as armed robbery. They did a breaking and entering. So I know, I just like the idea of identity theft, armed robbery. Right. So, yeah, so at this point then, it's all coming together. Jules is in trouble at the Rollerballatarium. It's not Rollerball, is it? It's not, that's that no, film. That's, um, that film, um, Escape to Victory. <laughs> I think. Wasn't there a remake of Rollerball that starred Paul Heyman, or am I completely making that up? I think you are probably making it up. I'll, I need to look that up. Yeah. We should watch it if there is. Yes. Is he a wrestler? He's in wrestling. Yeah. He's, I'm um, sure that there'll be a wrestler in there. The Rollerball ladies, the naughty ones who are doing all the identity thieving, are making Jules a target, even though they're on the same team and pinning what? the thing on the back it's been discovered before this oh well this is this is the actually the best acting by Mickey James this is this is actually after the, the start of the it's not is it's it before is they it? see this then they go in right so this is where they discover the the corpse of uh, 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 Mickey James and that's the best acting she does in the entire programme yeah and that's why I'm comparing her to Test say <laughs> <Fuck's> sake Colin <laughs> Uh, oh, no, it's not her I'm comparing to test it. Oh, is it? Yes, it is, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, they find her body in the boot, lying quite dead and still. So they go in, you know, they're, they're saying, well, at least it's... Well, the Sean person's saying, well, at least it's not whatever she's called. And um, <laughs> the sidekick is saying... But he's still a human being. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her that you said that you um, don't care whether it's her or someone else, and he's being a complete cunt about it. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, it's a dead person yeah. in a boot. This is what gets me as well. They find a dead person in a boot, and then walk off, and then walk off, and just leave it there. Yeah, and go and watch the roller derby and the. Friend who's got his test. There's a lot of attractive women in tight shorts. Yeah. So, you know, I don't blame them. Yeah, it's like, well, eh, should report this. It'll still be there in a bit. Well, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So, there's a body in the boot. They've left it. They um, go into the roller derby. And this is where, like, the mate wears his helmet and decides to... What does he do? He kind of runs in. Yeah, to try and save her. Yeah. Doesn't need it. No, she's she's too badass. And um, he looks like the fellow out of Enter the Dragon. (laughs) Yeah, like with the helmet on, balanced atop his head. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that's kind of the end. They arrest one of the people. And um, Sean reveals dead body in boot, pretends to have a psychic vision here. Yeah. Why? 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 Because I think he gets paid per the psychic vision, I'm guessing. Ah, uh, so he has to, but he has to do them in front of people. Yeah, he has to go. Squint. Oh, I squint. I think there's a body. Oh, look, there it is. Yeah. Oh. And then women get carted off. Yeah. Jules is happy because she's cracked the case and stayed alive. That's a good ending. Chief of police is there to make good the arrest herself for whatever reason. Well, of course. I mean, chief of police, isn't that basically just an administrator? If you're going to make an arrest for identity theft, <laughs> then, yeah, you're going to be there, aren't you? But the chief of police has got to be there for that. Brilliant. It's all done. It's... Yeah, no, there's two more scenes. Now I know. That should, that should really be the end. Everything's wrapped up Maybe, nicely. I think they can get away with the, one the can, slight epilogue. They can get away with... To be honest, I think they can get away with the last one, even though it was terrible. The first epilogue, let's call this one the postscript. Okay. Was um, Jules. I, I don't. I couldn't work out whether they were together or not, or whether the psychic guy think, was trying to court her or. I think he's courting her. Right. So, he was at the roller derby place, and he she was a bit like, "Oh, why are you here?" And he says, "Oh, I wanted to come back to the roller derby place." And then he stands up and he's wearing skates. Jules puts on her skates and they have a roller disco. Together. Yeah, as a couple and it's all romantic. And her pigtails are gone so she doesn't look as hot anymore. (laughs) And there's all, don't hold my hand, but they're touching hands anyway. (sighs) Epilogue. Yeah. The um, afterword. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this is the bit where we get the... Substory, the B story, whatever you want to call it. Has it got to do with the test? The test! So it's the day of the test. We all wanted to know how this one ended. Yeah. And the, the guy goes to log into his test. His test's an online test at a particular time. And then the psychic goes, Oh, I've done your test. I did all the answers that I knew. And the ones I didn't, I did C. And then he passes. And then the guy's pissed off because he's taken the test. Well, so he should be. Yeah. You know, if he's... Gonna... A proper dickish move, that. It really is. It's like he logged you in, nicked his password, committed fraud. You're supposed to like this person. And yet, you know, he's just basically been a complete bell to his mate. He's, yeah. show, he's shown him right up. Yeah. This... Saying, oh, you want to pass that it's... test, so I've done it for you. It's not even You're that. You're thick as either, either way, either result, it's bad, because it's like, if he passes the test for him, then that kind of takes it away from him as a, you know, you've taken this test, you've passed, well done you, could you really pass it? You don't know, you'll never know. <laughs> On top of that, he needs to prove his knowledge. Yeah, and then if he doesn't pass it, then it's like, oh, well, I've not passed it for you. What a dickhead. Yeah. Are you, um, he could have passed it, you know. He could have passed it. Dickhead. There was nothing good about this scene. And he, well, he's, I, he's I, just I, got him running around saying, knowledge is power, knowledge is power, as he's been chased by other geezer. Yeah, I think I think you're not, I think you're focusing in too much. You're saying there's nothing good about this scene. I think we need to broaden it out. Well, the credits do come afterwards. <laughs> yeah, they were terrible as well. <laughs> the, it does mark the end of the show. Yeah. 
And what a show it was. <laughs> Colin, it's time. You tell me, John. It's dual chart time, baby. We need to get we need to get like a, a <laughs> bit of a I don't know Hulk Hogan saying it or something, but obviously someone else who I think I think if we um, someone who isn't a racist if we offer Hulk Hogan a hundred dollars he'll do it. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's cheaper than he was. Though <laughs> uh, Ric Flair, stool I don't know would that work? I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. I th- you can I see it on Twitter all the time. You can hire people to. Um, Say messages for you, so we should get Jake the Snake to do it or something. Oh, God. No, he's sober these days and not as much fun. Yeah, that's what I say. It'd just be miserable, eh? It'd just be yeah. boring. However, the stool chat, what are you thinking, John? Um, just, five? I don't know. It's it's difficult it's because it's either a five or a two. Yeah, it felt constipated but it also felt a bit not well as well I think it felt very constipated to be honest I might even lean towards a one everything they did felt forced I felt like it was forced into it was it felt to me like it was written by someone who'd taken a screenwriting course and had been told, right, this is how you should structure a screenplay. And then he's gone and basically ticked all the boxes to fit in exactly the scenes that should be at particular points. So, structurally, it's sound, it works, it's fine. But... The content? There was no kind of follow-through between the scenes. I think that's what it is. There was no continuity between the scenes. Uh, Follow-through is another word for... Shitting when you fart. <laughs> <laughs> I think that definitely marks that it's constipation. <laughs> I can't add anything to that, so yeah. There yeah. was no follow through. There was no follow through. It was, it was it's constipated. A one, it's a chat. one. It's a firm, solid one. <laughs> a solid one. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, just a stammer, a stutter. Yeah. There might even be a mouse. There might be a mouse dropping in the <laughs> toilet afterwards. But other than that, what do you mean? Like, is that what the blockage is? Yeah, a mouse. Yeah, no, yeah. just that's like, really, like a mouse poo. Oh right, not not like the what was it? Was it Richard Gere allegedly who had a gerbil or something fished out of his bottom in a hospital? Don't know. Sorry, you don't you don't fish gerbils, do you? What no. do you, gerbil them? You gerbil them. You gerbil a gerbil, ain't you? <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, that was um, Psych. I won't be rushing into that. And you say that was the third series and the 15th episode? Yeah. Which implies to me that there must have been at least 40 episodes or more before this yeah, one. Yeah, I... I, I <laughs> really? How does that concept work? It Just the whole idea of a comedy psychic detective... But, like, let's not make it too comedic. Let's not make it too detective. You know what it is? It's softcore porn. It's, yeah. Because the people who want pornography don't want softcore porn. And the people who don't want porn hate softcore pornography. Mm. So it's that's what it is. Yeah, I agree with that. So, shall we do the plugs? Let's do the plugs. 
I'm on Twitter. It's at JL Cronshaw. You can follow me. You can also visit my website. It's johncronshaw.com. I post my fiction on there. I write stories. So you can look at those. And then when I release my novel, you can buy that. Stop, on, stop go, contributing, damn it. Don't come on so strong. <laughs> Contribute to this podcast, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, you can start paying for the bloody bandwidth. Colin, your plugs. My plugs? Well, I've shut my Facebook <laughs> permanently, obliterated. If you, if anyone, for whatever reason, wants to see me on Twitter, I usually just post political things, football things, wrestling things, and um, the occasional witticism. Um, it's <laughs> at testicle. The occasional witticism. Witticism. You're that. You're that guy off the. Uh... I thought you guys say you're a bellend. Now I was gonna. I was gonna say you're that guy off Radio Four, aren't you? You know the guy off Radio Four, the one who does the comedies. Yeah, yeah. The one who does the funny talking. Yeah. I'm, I'm him apparently. He makes jokes about new stuff and don't know, current affairs, but adds adds a punchline. You know the one I mean. The one on Radio 4. Paul Merton? No, the other one. The one who does witticisms. He's on Radio 4. Yes, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Anyway, bye. Yeah, bye.